Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday. And thank you for joining the Who Is She podcast. I wanted to come and literally I'm at the table. I just got finished eating my breakfast. I'm drinking some peppermint tea. And I wanted to come and just talk to you all and share an experience that I've experienced. And I'm sure that other people may experience it too. Um, I want to talk about how everything is about perspective and you can choose to look at the worsening things and feel like your back is up against the wall and it's the end and you don't have any other options or you can flip your perspective and you can remember that as long as you have breath, you have options Shout out to the hood healer. You can use that time when your back is up against the wall to plot, strategize, and come back stronger. You can look at a setback as a setup for a bomb-ass comeback. You can be reflective instead of reactive. And you can remind yourself that the Lord will prepare a table in front of your enemies. You can remind yourself that what God has for you, no man can break down. No man can destroy. Nothing that is real can be threatened. I have firsthand seen, like literally in front of my face, a situation that somebody tried to use against me literally be a blessing in my life. And they not even know it. I didn't have to parade it in their face. I didn't have to say it. I didn't ha- they don't even know that I know. But I wanted to come and I wanted to remind you that You hold your power. Don't give your power away. Don't don't let people who aren't completely happy with themselves come and steal your joy. Come and snatch your hope. Don't allow them to turn your love into hate. Because honestly, everything is a projection. If you meet with somebody and you interact with someone and their vibes are off, it's something going on with them. It's something that's going on with them. It's something that is going on with them. You can't take anything personal. One of the four agreements is that you take nothing personal. Take nothing personal. And when you start to internalize, like, why is that person acting like that? What did I do to them? What's going on? You have to start with yourself and you have to know that you're real and you solid. So anything that you come up against, it don't have nothing to do with you. And you have to be okay in that knowing and you have to let it be. Sometimes you just have to let things be and you can't continuously question 
or doubt yourself or think that something is wrong with you. It's just life. Don't give it too much of your time and your attention. I um, meditated this morning and the meditation was pretty much about turning your paranoia into positivity. And literally I woke up (laughs) this morning and I just felt I just felt on my spirit like, okay, I felt like the intention in the air was malicious. It wasn't, it just was, it just wasn't genuine. It wasn't pure. I knew that it was pretty much some fuck shit going on. You could feel it in the air, but even in that moment, I'm just like, okay, let me switch my perspective and let me take what I can from this situation. And the situ and the situation really helped me. It blessed me. I woke up this morning and it could have what could have been me in a bad mood with an attitude, which is what I believe that the intention the intentions of this specific person were. I'm just like, okay, no. And it wasn't really so much me. It was just, in order to hear God speak, sometimes you have to be silent. And in order for him to do his will and do his way, you have to surrender. And I was, I followed the Hood Healer on Instagram and on Twitter. And she was just saying how, when you speak certain things over your life, you cur- when you speak certain things over other people or the intentions that you have towards others, if they aren't pure, you really cursing yourself. So I had to just it was so it was so much going on within just a short amount of time, but I was able to. I was able to peep game and I also was able to act accordingly. And it was literally like the Lord used what was meant to hurt me. He used it in my favor. He used it for me. And it was because I surrendered. And I didn't seek revenge or I wasn't seeking to do to that person what they did to me. No. Less is sometimes more. When you surrender and sometimes you got to sit back and peep the scene. And you got to just take account of your life. And you have to realize that sometimes... Excuse me, I'm drinking my tea. Sometimes you just showing up as yourself, being yourself, it makes others uneasy. And that's fine. That has nothing to do with you. Don't stop being who you are. Don't stop showing up as your highest and most authentic self. I feel like as long as your intentions 
are good. Even when stuff doesn't work out, if your intention, if the intention behind it was good and pure, it's like, well, damn, I can't really be upset. I can't really be mad. But on the same, on the flip side, like even if a situation worked out in my favor, that's not the that is the point, but it's not also the point. It's like, what was your intention behind it? Because if it wasn't for the Lord stepping in and protecting me, which I am always protected, something that was meant to hurt me could have hurt me because the intention behind it was not pure. But instead, the Lord saved me because I am protected and he used what somebody, what somebody did intentionally to hurt me and it wasn't pure intention behind it and he used that for my good because everything is working in my good everything is working for me nothing is ever working against me everything is happening for me and not to me and I literally woke up with that thought and today I'm going to hold on to that. And tomorrow is going to also be my intention to wake up with that same way of thinking. Like everything is happening for me. So when something doesn't go my way or it doesn't go the way I expected or something that I want, I don't get when I want it. It's because it's for my good because everything is working for my good. Everything is working for my good. Everything that is for me will never pass me by. And the things that are not meant for me, regardless if I can or can't see, I'm going to be blessed with something better. Because everything is continuously always working for my good. So... This was just quick and short. I just wanted to share and I wanted to remind you that you can choose to look at your glass half empty or you can look at it half full. You can look at rejection as a measurement of your worth or you can look at it as protection. You can look at not receiving the things that you want as punishment or as a blessing. And everything is about perspective. Everything is about perspective. Everything is about perspective. So I'm encouraging you to switch your thinking, which it does take discipline because we are creatures of habit, but I'm encouraging you to change your habits so you can get different results. So change the way that you react to things and instead of being reactive, become reflective. Give yourself a chance to just pause. And I want to really just thank the Lord and I'm thankful for meditation because really me taking that pause I didn't react. I simply became reflective. In that moment, I did not react. I reflected. And when I reflected, I just got so much clarity. And I 
I got so much clarity within myself that I don't need anybody's confirmation, validation. I don't need to seek out and explain what I felt to anybody. Because, you know, sometimes when we know something to be true, we don't have that thousand percent faith. So it's like, could this be? Could this have come to me so easily? Could this be? Yeah. It's our it's our birthright for things for good things to happen to us. And I want to say maybe about a month and a half ago. Honestly, I had just got finished smoking my bowl and I was just walking and pacing the room doing something, but then I started talking out loud and I felt like the Lord was talking to me and he was saying to me, like, how are you saying that you want things to come to you easily? Because I, at one time I started praying like, Lord, I don't want to have to suffer anymore. I don't want to have to learn any hard lessons. I don't want my lessons to be hard anymore. I don't want to have to suffer in order to get it. And that's what I had been praying on during this time. And then I just, I heard the Lord say to me, like, in order for your lessons not to hurt, you have to listen and act when I show you the first time. And I just kind of stopped and I gasped like, ooh, you're reading me. You're, you really pouring this truth on. The Lord never said that we had to suffer. He never said, I want you to suffer. He said, I want to give you the desires of your heart. But if he trying to give us something and we're not letting go of clearly what's not best for us because he wants to give us something better, sometimes it does have to hurt. Sometimes he has to go through extreme measures on his side for us to come to him when we feel like we in our last and we feel like we don't got nowhere else to go. And it's just like, stop turning to the Lord when you down and out and you feel like he your last resort. When in all actuality, he should be the first person that you consult with and you won't have to go through that suffering because you'll have enough faith that when he speaks to you and he tells you something, even if it doesn't even if it doesn't seem feasible, even when it doesn't seem like it's possible, even when it doesn't seem like, can it be this easy? Can it be this simple? Can it happen this fast? God made the world in seven days. Well, maybe six and then he rested on the seventh. Six days. So, what we feel is impossible to achieve even in a lifetime, he can set that up and do that in a day. It's nothing. It's nothing. It ain't nothing. It's nothing to a boss. So, I'm saying all of that to say, Have faith 
and something higher and something greater than yourself. Who I put my trust and my faith in is the Lord. And how I hear him is through meditation. It speaks of meditating in the Bible several different times where it actually says meditate. And then other times it refers to meditation as being silent. And being still. Peace be still. Peace be still. When you are still and you wait on the Lord, ye that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. He going to give you everything that you need if you just allow him to. <laughs> and it's just that simple. It doesn't have to be hard. And that's what I had learned that day. Like, it does not have to be hard. But if that's, if that's what needs to happen, oh, he'll shake some shit up. I'm not going to lie. But when you look back at all of the situations that may have been rocky, before the Lord started to shake the table, he gave you a chance to see like, okay, this is really what it is. This is what's up. But a lot of times we can't see past what we want. We can't imagine something better than what we want in that moment to the point where we just get so fixated on what we want that we don't even think rationally. We're not thinking logically. We're not even being still, we just moving, moving, moving. And he like, wait a minute, this is not what I had planned for you. This is something that you done decided that you wanted on your own. This is your ego speaking. So sometimes he does have to have us hurt so we can come to him for comfort and care and healing but he never said that I'm going to have to hurt you. But if that's what needs to happen, then that's what's going to happen. But I want to encourage you all that when things come easily sometime and you just know, you just know. And when you allow yourself that time to be in stillness, and to hear God, and to be still, and to think of certain things. And I've been meditating for the last six weeks, so almost two and a half months. Like It has become a part of my practice. It has become a part of my lifestyle. This was one of the most definite, defining, visible moments as a result of my meditation. And that's why you have to be disciplined with the things that we do because we are creatures of habit. We are creatures of habit. So sometimes we do things and we don't even realize we do things, but we just do them because it's a part of 
it's a habit. We are creatures of habit. So when you want to establish and bring new habits into your life, you have to be disciplined. And with meditation, you may not instantly see the results. But I know for a fact right now, without a doubt, that me having meditation as a part of my lifestyle allowed me in a moment where I felt that somebody was being ill will towards me. It gave me the opportunity to be reflective instead of being reactive. And in that moment of my reflection, I went even a little bit deeper, which I feel is also a result of my meditation. It allowed me to take a different look at the situation. It allowed me to change my perspective, to change my perspective from looking at it as a positive or looking at it as a setback and really looking at it as a comeback, like a setup for a comeback. Like, thank you, Lord. Thank you for reminding me that you will prepare a feast for me in front of my enemies. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me that when people try to do things to us, it's really a reflection of how they feel about themselves. And when people do things to others with the intention that's not pure, that they're really cursing themselves. And I keep saying intention because you can do something quote unquote nice for someone, but if your intention was only to do something nice to get, if your intention wasn't pure, like I want to do this for this person because I I don't want anything in return. I want to do this for this person because I genuinely want them to be happy. I'm doing this because it just makes me feel good to see other people feeling good. And I think that this will make them feel better. That's being pure with your intention. But if on the flip side, it could also seem like, excuse me, you doing something. And it's like, oh, that's not a big deal. They were doing that as a, a, oh, it it wasn't so bad. But the intention behind it was, I'm going to do this, but I really want them to be uneasy or be disturbed. I'm doing this because down the line, I'm going to use this against them to blackmail them or to guilt them into doing something that I want to do. That's the difference. But I felt like me having stillness in my life, I was able to recognize how the Lord showed up literally in my life. And I felt like we had that connection. So I was he was able to his it was a reminder of who he is and how he works. And it was a reminder that I'm always protected And it is a reminder that what is for me, nobody can challenge. Nobody can take away from it. Nobody can be successful in stopping what's for me. So the Who Is She podcast is an audio journal of me just sharing, being vulnerable, being honest and open about this journey 
of spirituality, of life, creativity, just learning. So this is something that I wanted. This is a pure example of everything that I said that who is she is supposed to be. Um. So thank you for listening. I just want to remind you that you can feel this same way. This for me was such a major moment that I had to come and share. And it was such a major moment, but it was such a simple thing. And I wanted to just reiterate that less is more. Simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. Less is more. This was something so simple. But in order for me to get here, it took discipline. It took me to change something that I constantly did. So I was able to get different results. And you know, my old roommate, Victor, shout out to Victor. His dad used to always say to him, like, the slowest way is the quickest way. The slowest way is the quickest way. And like I said, I have been meditating consistently and it being a part of my practice for maybe the last two and a half months. But today was the day. I'm not going to say the first day, but this day more than anything, I felt like I was reflective instead of reactive. And I have meditation to thank for that. It was meditation and it was my practice that allowed me to be in that mindset. And just imagine how many different things happen to us on a daily where instead of us reflecting on it and thinking like, oh, wow, thank you, Lord, for showing up and showing me a lesson. Thank you for working on my behalf. Thank you for using something that was sent to knock me off and throw me off my square as something that built me up. Thank you for being a protector and a provider and reminding me that you got me, reminding me that I am love, reminding me that I am abundance, reminding me that I am protected, reminding me that you got me. Thank you for that. Like, full-fledged in the flesh like I saw it before my eyes but I'm just so grateful because I feel so empowered and I feel so motivated because I feel so unstoppable with him and I together on this team like when the Lord is He's always there, but when I come and I meet him and I stay with him and I seek him and I make the attempt to strengthen our relationship and I come to him and I make him the center of my life and I put in the effort, he shows up and shows out beyond what I could ever have imagined. And... I'm just so grateful and I'm so thankful 
because I feel like for me, sometimes I, I've been in this place before, like I've see, I've sought out the Lord. He's welcomed me with open arms and he's shown me what he can do on my behalf. And then sometimes I get a little bit too confident in thinking that I can start moving in certain ways without him and feeling like, oh, I got the juice now. Like, oh, I can move in certain ways. And it's just like, no, that was never me. It was him using me. So let me not get too comfortable to pull away thinking that I can do together thinking that I can do on my own what he has done for me when we've been together. Like, no, honey, it do not work like that. You not that nigga. You do not got no pull. You do not have the juice. You do not have the sauce standing on your own. But with him, like, he geeked me up. Like, with him, I feel invincible. I feel like, oh, ain't no limits. With him, it's not. But I need to also realize, like, the recipe ain't the same without him when I'm just by myself. It ain't the same. So, in short, I'm just encouraging you to switch up your routine, create a new habit of meditation, and it doesn't have to be long. But I'm encouraging you to meditate twice a day. Once in the morning. And then once in the evening. And not right before you go to bed. But in between that time where it's like you're getting off of work. You're transitioning from leaving your job into coming home into your work life. you transition and switching roles. Like, okay, I'm no longer an employee. I'm no longer, I'm taking off my hat as a business owner. I'm taking off my hat as a consultant. I'm taking off my hat as a teacher. I'm taking off my hat as the doctor. And you now may be putting on your parent hat or putting on your um, back at home hat or putting on your wife hat, your husband hat, your girlfriend hat, your boyfriend hat, your friend hat your daughter hat, however it is when you're switching out of those roles, meditate in that moment so you're giving yourself a clean slate. So you're releasing all the things that you dealt with during that day. So when you move into your next part of your day and you're giving different parts of yourself to different situations, it allows you to Put the bags down. It allows you not to carry the weight of one situation into the next. We are multidimensional beings. We aren't just one person. So we don't have to put ourselves in just one box. You don't have to put yourself into a box, but put down the boxes. It's okay sometimes to put down the boxes that you carry so You can give all your strength and your focus and your energy to another box. Like, the song that's coming to my mind right now is Bag Lady. 
Like, bag lady, you gonna miss your bus. But you can't hurry up because you got too much stuff. Like, put down those things. Put down. And that doesn't mean you have to stop being who you are. Because we are multidimensional. But put down the bags. Put down the bags. Put down all your bags that you carry from work and leave them at the door when you walk out of work. Leave them at the door. So when you walk into the doors of home, you're not carrying all those bags in. Give yourself a clean slate. Allow yourself room. Allow yourself to be free. You owe that to yourself because nobody else is going to give it to you. Nobody else is going to ask you, have you put your burdens down? I'm giving you permission now. If it was permission that you needed or it was somebody to tell you that it was something that you needed, I'm giving you permission. Put those burdens down. Clear out some of those bags. Give yourself that permission. Do that for yourself. Set those boundaries. Set boundaries because the world is going to go on without you. And that's just real. That's just life. That's just how it is. So I'm encouraging you to take control. Take control. The slowest way is the quickest way. So it may be that you need to do smaller things, but eventually they'll lead up to bigger things. Slow motion is better than no motion. The slowest way is the quickest way. Because when you do something slower, you can be more effective. You can be more precise. You have the chance to be more persistent, to be more consistent versus if you do something really fast, it may not be as effective. It may not be done correctly. Yeah, it may be more convenient, but for how long? If you rush through something and you don't really give yourself time to do it right the first time, if you rush through something the first time and it's not right, you're going to have to go back. And do it again, which is probably going to equal out to more time compared to if you would have just slowed down and took your time the first time. So the slowest way is the quickest way. So I'm encouraging you. I'm saying all of that to say, and you know, it were there were a lot of different components into this experience that I felt, but. Make that time for yourself. Meditation is important. It is important because it connects us to God. It allows us to hear him. And without him, I know that I am nothing. And I've tried to do things on my own. And they, yeah, they worked out eventually because He lo- the Lord loves me. And he came to save me. 
But the amount of time and energy, I'm not even going to say wasted because nothing is wasted, but the amount of time and energy went towards something that could have just as easily been given to me. That was because, thank you, Lord, that you are forgiven and you bestow grace upon me. But it didn't have to be like that. If I would have took the time to nourish our relationship, if I just would have took the time to be still so I could hear him, I could see him, I could allow him to move in my life in the way that he sought in the way he thought was best, I could have avoided a lot of pain. I could have avoided a lot, a lot of hard lessons learned. I could have avoided a lot of things. But thank God for his mercy and his grace that even the things that could have destroyed me He switched it and turned it around and used it as something to help build me up. But going forward, I don't want to have to learn hard lessons. I learned a lesson this morning and it did not hurt. It did not hurt. It actually felt good. It made me feel even more empowered. It inspired me to come and share this today like, I made me a good breakfast. I praised and worshiped. I listened to a bit of a podcast. I recorded a podcast. Like, as a result of me going the slower way, I got here faster. I want my inspiration to come from happiness because a lot of my inspiration and a lot of my creativity has been based off of me having to transmute my hurt and my pain into joy and thank God that I'm able to do that. But I don't want to have to learn no hard lessons. I don't I want things to come to me easily because that's my birthright. The Lord wants to give me the desires of my heart. He wants to see me happy. And I want to allow him to give me that happiness. So I'm encouraging you to meditate. All in all, meditate so you can be still, so you can be reflective instead of reactive, so the Lord can work in your life, so he can show up in your life. So it don't have to hurt. So he can work on your behalf. So the rejection can be protection. And you can see that and you not feel like you're missing out. So you can know something without a shadow of a doubt to the point where you don't need no validation. You don't need no... You don't need any co-signing. You don't need to go and share the story. You don't need to call nobody up and tell them. You don't need none of that. So, all in all, meditate so you can get closer to God so your life can be better. (laughs) Thanks for med... I was about to say thanks for meditating with me. (laughs) Thanks for listening. 
definitely meditate. I have some meditations on um, my page that I'll share with you all. But change our habits. Be more disciplined so you can create a place for the Lord to come in and talk to you and give you things that don't hurt. Thanks for listening and I will see you. I will talk to you all next time.